afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Foreigner FM. I'm your host, Julian Quintero. That was Ahora Te Puedes Marchar by Luis Miguel. Today is November 11th, 2022, ladies and gentlemen, and I gotta be honest, happy Remembrance Day to any Canadians that are listening out there. Uh, pretty big Canadian holiday today. Um, honestly, pretty intriguing all around. Um, so a lot of love out to the Canadians that have taken me in as an immigrant because that's what I do. As an immigrant, I get taken in. Um, but all in all, it's been a really nice week for myself. Uh, pretty nice, and honestly, it's been a pretty hectic week. Um, Laura Faria cannot join us again today. She has a lot of personal business going on, so a lot of love to Laura if she is listening to this. I know that she's going through a lot right now. So regardless, you're not going to just be listening to me. And if you know where Luis Miguel is from, because you are educated, and even if you're not, uh, Luis Miguel is one of the most popular Mexican artists ever, I would say, which means today we're talking about Mexico. And with me today, I have the wonderful Maria Gonzalez. How are you doing today, Maria? Hi, everyone. I'm happy to be here. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, honestly, I'm I'm really intrigued for for what today can hold because Foreigner FM really is just an idea where I I bring people in from different countries. We just talk. Because, you know, they've moved here, they haven't lived here, they get to talk about their experiences. And I think it's pretty fun. So, before we really get into anything, you know, 
I already said your name, but you know, say your name, your age, when you moved to Canada, and you know, just a little information about yourself for the listeners at home. Okay, okay. So my name is Maria Gonzalez, and I came to Canada in 2018 for high school. It was a pretty random choice, but like I ended up here, and then I wasn't sure where I was gonna study. But I like I really liked it when I came here the first time. Uh-huh. After the pandemic, I went back home to Mexico, uh-huh. and I was like, where am I gonna go? And like after a few months thinking, I was like, no, I really like Canada. So I came back for university and here I am. All right. Well, I think it's really interesting. Like what, what, like you said it was a random decision, but like what prompted you to move to Canada in the first place? <laughs> it was a very random decision. Like first I wanted to go to Australia. Like, really? Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> like I love animals and like surfing. I don't know, like. It was just oh, you like surfing? I, I do, I do. Oh, crap, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I was like, no, Australia is, like, the best choice, you know? Like, yeah. I wanted to go study outside, and I was like, no, yeah, Australia. Mm. But then my mom was like, no, that's too far. You want to go to Canada? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up here, and I uh-huh. really liked it. Like, once I, I arrived, like, I just wanted to move away from home for a while and, like, mm. see new places. And because Australia was too far, I ended up in Canada, and I ended up really liking Canada, so... I stayed. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Uh, honestly, it's a that's a really respectable decision all around. I mean, I moved here just for university, you know, and I've I've enjoyed it. You know, it's, it's been it's been interesting. I would say, you know, it's it's, it's really different to to Latin America. Yeah. I, I I find it really different, at least to Colombia. I don't know how different it is to uh, Mexico. No, yeah, I think it's pretty different. Like, first of all, the weather. Like right <laughs> now, we're in November. I don't have a winter jacket. I don't have winter boots. Like, my whole... You don't? Up, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, when I was here in high school, I used to borrow it from my cousin's wife. Oh, but, like, my God. now, Like, now I need to get my stuff because, like, it's getting cold. And, like, I think, like, that's the weirdest thing for me, how people here have, like, four wardrobes for, like, every season, you know? Like, they change clothes and they change their closets, like, all the time, you know? Like, <laughs> in Mexico, it's the whole, like... Mm. The thing all the same, you know? Yeah. So that's it, pretty different. But Bogotá is about the same, but Bogotá is kind of the weather that is right now. So for me, it's really weird because, you know, Bogotá is this weather and it's fine. But the difference is in Bogotá, we don't have heating and we don't have air conditioning. So when it's 10 degrees, it's just 10 degrees. It's always 10 degrees. It's fine. Yeah. Like I come here and then it's like, oh, today's 15 degrees. I'm like, oh, it's kind of warm or something and then i enter my house and it's like 22 degrees because they have finally put in the heaters yeah. so i'm like oh, this sucks i have like my fan going all day i'm like yeah. dying i'm waiting for it to get colder so i can enter my house and not die yeah with an abanico you know yeah, <laughs> abanico, yeah. yeah, yeah. no all, all in all it's been it's been pretty fun but but yeah so i'm gonna move on to whatever whatever the next song is here on the playlist which uh for those of you listening at home you're going to be able to listen a bit here. This is Cuando Sale La Luna de Pedro Infante. Hopefully, you at home can enjoy. Deja que salga la luna, deja que se meta el sol, deja que caiga la noche pa' que empiece nuestro amor. 
Deja que las estrellitas me llenen de inspiración para decirte cositas muy bonitas, corazón. Yo sé que no hay en el mundo amor como el que me das y sé que noche con noche va creciendo más y más y sé que noche con noche va creciendo Estoy entre tus brazos Siempre me pregunto yo ¿Cuánto me debía el destino Que contigo me pagó? Por eso es que ya mi vida Toda te la entrego a ti Tú que me diste en un beso Lo que nunca te pedí yo sé que no hay en el mundo amor como el que me das y sé que noche con noche va creciendo más y más y sé que noche con noche va creciendo salga la luna and that was well cuando sale la luna Pedro Infante we're back here for Honor FM 1222 in the afternoon guys and uh, you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask it Ma Maria have you had lunch yet? not really cause what do you mean not really? <laughs> Because, like, I woke up and I was going to have lunch. Uh -huh. And I saw the TTC was, like, delayed, so I had to leave early, so I didn't have lunch. Ah. Where are you coming from? <laughs> I'm from Bathurst and College. Like, okay. it's not far, but they are doing construction, as always. Oh, oh yeah, th that whole street is on yeah. construction. I forgot. Yeah. Um, I was so excited because uh, they finally finished the construction over here on on college right finally they don't no, no, like the one here and i'm like oh the streetcar's gonna run again and it's like no it's not oh. gonna run again because the rest of the damn street is now under construction yeah. almost until high park yeah no all the way home like all you see is construction so i need to walk like 20 minutes down to do this and then go in the other streetcar well you could you could honestly just like take the the ttc all the way to there there is Is there TT stop at uh, Bathurst and Bloor? Yeah. On the Green Line? But it's like the same walk, so I'd rather go to... That's the, fair. Yeah, That's fair. But yeah, all in all then, the reason why I'm asking about lunch is because honestly, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to be honest with you. I am I am kind of hungry. Um, I woke up about 
an hour and a half ago. Um, my mom's listening to this and she's going to be like, you have unhealthy sleeping habits. And I'm like, I live in university and like my, nothing about my existence is healthy at the moment. Um, but all in all, the reason why I asked is just, you know, I want to talk about Canadian food and like how different it is to, to food and the culture and everything in, in Latin America. So, you know, start off pretty easy. What, is for you at least uh, your favorite Mexican dish? Oof, that's a tough choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the basic. It's uh-huh. pretty, ba- but I love tacos. Ah, fair. <laughs> like tacos al pastor, you know, like mm. not any tacos, but like tacos al pastor are mm-hmm. like specifically very good in Mexico City. So I like I really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes for breakfast, like chilaquiles and everything, like uh-huh. they're good. It's nice, but like nothing compares to like when you go back home from like a party and like. 2 a.m. in the morning and like the tacos 2 a.m. in the morning <laughs> like the tacos are always open mm. it's always I, I I don't know if this is a stereotype because like you know I've, all I know is obviously through media and everything I, I visited Mexico before and everything but like I'm gonna be honest with you I haven't exactly like like lived there I haven't like seen the experience or anything like that but like when open at 2 in the morning do like everyone talks about the taco trucks is it like a taco truck in Mexico as well or is it like a place it's like places like uh-huh. tiny places that are open 24 7 like i yeah. don't know how they don't close like never <laughs> not even on the weekends they're always open <laughs> they're always open and then it's christmas and they're like okay today we're closed yeah. no, <laughs> like, not even on christmas. oh my really <laughs> yeah oh my god like, they're open 24 7 like i swear that's that's damn that that's weirdly really latin american uh yeah. that's really all i can say about that um but yeah tacos al pastor huh I love them so much. With like chicharrón de queso, have you tried it? De queso, no. Pero chicharrón, oh. No, 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 but this is like it's phenomenal. cheese. Like they put the cheese on the thing and they make like chicharrón, but only cheese. And I love it. And like I put it on my tacos and it's amazing. I love it so much. I can imagine. It sounds it sounds amazing. Yeah. No. Well, I'm hungry now. Oh, I've been hungry. That's why I asked. <laughs> now you made me hungry. We can get food after this if you're, if you're not doing anything. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, I have class at four, so, like, yeah. I, have, I have time to kill. Yeah, me too. Um, but, yeah, for, for me, Colombia is just... The, the funniest thing about Colombia is the traditional dish that everyone loves, and it's good, is uh, bandeja paisa. Mm. Um, bandeja paisa is, like, rice, beans, uh, carne molida, tajadas. It's, it's really good. It sounds good. Except I am really weird when it comes to being latino and the reason why is because i really don't like beans you don't i hate beans i mean do you guys have like the sweet beans or like the normal i, I don't care i just don't like beans i've in it, general no it's it's reached the point like I, I remember you know when i was growing up my parents like you have to eat your frijoles you have to eat your beans and i'm like I'm, I'm not eating it like <laughs> like it reached a point where like i'm like you know what no i'm not eating these i don't care if you pay me and you're not going to pay me because you're my mom uh, i'm not eating them and so my mom would do the fine if you can't eat them uh then she would take the dish away and then the next meal she'd put that same thing <laughs> until you ate until it. you ate it you're yeah. not eating anything else and i'm like okay i guess i'm not eating <laughs> like that's it reached that point um now my parents are just like, you know what? He doesn't eat beans. That's that. And I, I took a trip to Las Amazonas uh, in high school. And it was honestly really fun. Yeah. And, of course, almost every day the meal was beans. I, I did not eat for, like, two days. 
And I was like, bro, I'm so hungry. <laughs> like, please, something. You should have gave up and ate the beans. I, I ended up for, like, my body, it reached a point where like, I'll put beans in my mouth and my body just won't swallow them. Like, I just can't eat beans. It reached a point where, like, I, ha I put the beans in my mouth and I'm just, like, drowning in water, trying to get it to go down my throat. And, yeah, my relationship with beans is not particularly very friendly. It doesn't uh, sound like it. It's not. It, it's not great for my health. It's not great all around. But but if I have to give, like, oh, nah, there's, there's nothing better. And I think this is just Latin America as a whole, but there's nothing better than a good asado. Mm. Like, oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. On a Sunday. Oof. Man, I'm so excited. Carne asada. God, that shit. That's, I just cursed. I can't curse, but that's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. I'm I'm going back home. Yeah. Uh, for Christmas and for New Year's and everything, and I'm like really excited because I get to. I, I live in an apartment here where it's like it's, it's honestly it's not that big. Uh, we don't have a grill. We're all broke university students, so even then, like we can't really like make anything. And I'm going home, and we're probably gonna have at least one asado for around Christmas time with family. So I'm really excited. Because I'm like, man, that's that's good food. Oh yeah, for Christmas the parties. Like in Mexico, we have this like parties which they used to be like traditional thing but they become like normal yeah, novenas novenas have you not had a novena no we call them posadas posadas yes. yeah yeah now for for us it's novenas they're, they're fun yeah. I, I i tried doing one here with my friends i tried but then i'm like i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be such a such a horrible person if i have them reading prayers in spanish hmm. Like with the candle. With the can no, no we don't have candles. For we us for candle. us we just like read it. Oh. And then we like sing a little jingle in between them with like a maraca and, and stuff. And then when it all ends, we all eat a buñuelo. Yeah. We all eat almohana. We all start singing. And it's always we like We don't break the piñata. No. What? Y'all y'all break piñatas? <laughs> we do, we do. Like we first like I don't know, like, people are eating and stuff, and then, uh -huh. it's, like, when it's the night, we have the, like, posada thing, which is, like, the candle thing, where people go, like, inside the house, and the rest are, like, in the garden. And it's, like, supposed to be, like, when, um... Are you talking about velitas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a whole day for us. Like, that's just Dia de las Velitas. You go to your friend's house, you, you, you light a bunch of candles, the wax comes down, you make massive wax balls. Oh, no, 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 this one Velitas. Is, no, like, we have candles, but it's, like, supposed to represent when, like... Joseph and Mary were trying to ask for like a place to stay when they were gonna have. G I don't know, it's like a weird thing. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like a weird thing, and I'm like, no, I understand exactly what you're saying because yeah. this no, is the like, life the I grew up outside, on. The people outside, like, ask to go inside, right? Like, uh -huh. ask for posada. And then, like, after they let you inside, like, there's a conversation, like, singing with the the, the candles. <laughs> then they let you go inside. And after they let you go inside, everyone sings together, and then we break the piñata. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is so different to to what uh, a novena is. For us, yeah. novena is nine days in a row. Oh. Um, what's it called? The nine days leading up to Christmas, we you, you gather usually with friends or family, in some cases both. You sit down, you read, you read a, a prayer, a series of prayers. So you have the prayer for the day that you're on. So let's say you're on day two of Las Novenas. You read the prayer for day two. You read the prayer for for, for baby Jesus. Mm -hmm. You read the prayer for the Virgin Mary, and you read the prayer of every day. You read the prayer for Joseph. It's not in this order, but... And then you read... Uh, crap, what's the word? 
Ah, no, 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 no. There's like mini prayers, and it's so funny because it's like four lines, like poetry. They're like, I love God, and God loves me. No, 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 it's, uh, uh, no, it's so weird because I, right now I'm blanking, but the second I sit down with my family and we're doing it, I don't even have to look at the book. I know it by heart. I know exactly what I have to say. But like right here, I just don't remember, and that's horrible. And I, like I'm even forgetting what they're called. No, knowing my mom, she, she, oh, she didn't text me. Oh, that's interesting. My mom's not micromanaging my performance today. This is interesting. Uh, no, come on. Noenas, come on. This is this is so easy for me. I, I've I've done this every year since I was. But it's like a like different a, thing every day. Like you it, it, it. the prayer is different every day, essentially. But it's like the same structure, and then that ends, and we sing songs. Yeah. And and then you just hang out. Like you'll eat food. If it's like family, take a dinner. If you're friends, you get really drunk. Mm. Like like that's just how it is. But in reality, the whole purpose of it is to just get together and pray because it's it's really Catholic and that's it. Really. Yeah. No, we don't actually pray. It's just like the same <laughs> script. It's just also, y'all just script. have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for, we, you can do it like nine times. In December, like there's a thousand different posadas for like everyone's house, and you say the same script over and over. <laughs> like for every posada you go, and it's just like, oh, can we go inside? Yeah, and then we all. Party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's drink. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sp speaking of alcohol, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a song afterwards, but just to finish up here because we're talk we're on the topic of alcohol. Yeah. Um, tequila. Mm, I love it. Thought. Okay, cool. I'm just making sure because <laughs> I've had discussion with people, and they're just like. People hate it. Like, I've seen people here and they're like, no, that's too strong for me. But I don't know. Like, what? I grew up with tequila and I don't know. I, I, like, I'm not from Mexico, but like, I, I grew up with tequila as well. Yeah. And it's really funny because, like, I think I might be the worst tequila drinker on the planet. Really? Not not in terms of how I take it, but just how I drink it. Because, like, I see people that do it. They have the salt here. They have the shot. Right. They have the lime. So they lick it. They drink it. And they stick it. And I just drink the shot. Drink no the salt. Drink no lime. No, no. I just drink it. And then I look at the person. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just, like, I'm contemplating my life decisions. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, looking at them. And they're like, oh. No, like, you can take the shot as long as you do, like, we have this thing where we do arriba, abajo. Uh -huh. Arriba, para dentro, para dentro. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. If you do yeah. that, it's fine. If you do that, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. you're good. You don't I think it's phenomenal. No, yeah. In, in Colombia, we have aguardiente. And... I gotta be honest with you, it is one of the most disgusting alcohols I've ever had in my life. It's just not great. The name sounds interesting. Aguardiente <laughs> is just spicy water. Yeah. like <laughs> very spicy water. But like, it's, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, my roommate described it best. He said it's bad Sambuca. That's what he called it. Um, I like it, not because it tastes good, but because it tastes like home. So like I'll just drink it and I'll have fun and then everyone's just like why do you drink this and I'm like oh because it's what I drink at home like it's just what I'm used to. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of it reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> but you know the worst part is not in my case but I know people that could legitimately say that. No yeah because because am I wrong to say that, like Latin American parents are just gonna be sitting there and just like why no? Yeah like you try the that. <Yeah>. Like, you start trying alcohol, like, not getting drunk and, like, wasted, mm -hmm. but, like, you start tasting alcohol since you're, like, 11? Probably. Yeah. And my dad's just like, try this beer. And I'll, like, take a sip. I'm like, oh, this is yeah, horrible. And, like, and he's no, like, good. Know, yeah, and he, like, try it. And you drink it. Like, this is horrible. He's like, good. good. Remember that. <laughs> like, don't drink. <laughs> and then, no, because, like, like, for me, I hated beer for a long time. Really? And it, I did. 
Because like first time I tried it when I was little, I, I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I just didn't like it. And then one time when I was like fourteen, fifteen, um, I go to um, an Apoima, which is like a town usually where you have your your ranchos, your fincas. Mm. Um, so I'm there with family, and uh, they're they my family, and it's just like really hot. And I take a nap on an hamaca. I'm just sleeping on an hamaca. I'm like, oh, I wake up. I'm like drowsy. And my cousin, it's so hot. My cousin's just there holding like this ice cold beer. Just mm-hmm. gives it to me. And I tell people, I'm like, I don't care if you like or dislike beer. Your opinion on beer becomes at minimum, I don't mind it, to I like it. The second it's a really hot day and someone hands you a really cold beer, like in that moment, it doesn't matter. Like beer is just like, okay. No, it's like the best. Like, if you ask me my favorite drink, it's a Coronita, which is a tiny Corona. Yeah, on the beach. Like, Mm. not the drink, but like when I drink it on the beach cold, that's my favorite drink. Girl here doing a whole Corona ad on, like... (laughs) Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not paid, man. I can't can't provide the sponsorship like that, you know? I'm sorry, but it's too good. Like, I didn't mention the brand. (laughs) No, I get that. Like... That's like if I pulled up. My favorite thing is when I'm chilling in a random field with three of my friends with a box of nectar. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's just how it sounds like. Yeah. But like, it sounds so much better because they're just like, "Ooh, I'm at the beach with my friends and we have a coronita, and we all have fun as the sun kisses my body." <laughs> and I'm sitting. Like an ad, but it's true. Mm. Like that's my favorite drink. And then I'm sitting here. I'm just like, bro. In my country, it's like, yo, let's go to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and then like drink aguardiente until like we can't feel our bodies anymore. <laughs> like interesting. Th- that was a high school experience for me. I never got involved because I was always the one that had to make sure my friends didn't die mm. or like didn't just like go crazy. I was the one like, all right, guys, time <laughs> to drink your water. <laughs> time for bed. Ta- you come on, guy. Nice. Yeah, that was me. But yeah, just just because we're we're talking a lot, and I know for a fact there's people at home that like listening to. Uh, the music aspect of this show. Um, this is upcoming song is going to be "Querida" by Juan Gabriel. So have some fun and enjoy. Quiero ver de nuevo luz en toda mi 
And that was Querida by Juan Gabriel. Ladies and gentlemen, again, it's 12.43. For those of you at home, the weather in Toronto is weathery. Um, it's currently like 11, 12 degrees right now in Toronto. Uh, light showers. So if you're going outside, 13 degrees. Ooh, major difference. It is light showers, and it's going to be kind of rainy all day. Uh, or as I like to call it, Bogota came to visit me today. Uh, rain, mundane weather, and gray clouds all around. It's just like home. Uh, days like this remind me a lot of home, um, which, you know, I think that leads into my next topic here for you, Maria, which is, you know, what has been one of the largest culture shocks coming to Canada compared to living in Mexico? Like, what has been um, something that you've had to, like, transition in terms of whether it's how you live or what you do or how you manage yourself, how different? Like, what is a major difference between living in Canada and living in Mexico for you? Um, I would say the people, probably. Mm. Like, the way the culture works and, and the way the people interact in general, like, everywhere, it's very different. So, like, I, like, I don't know, like it's general in Latin America, but people are, like, very open. And, like, you can talk to a stranger and it's like, oh, amigo, amigo, you know? Like, mm. it's basically, like, you've known them your whole life, you know? And yeah. here people are more, like, laid back and, like... <laughs> like if you, if you talk to a stranger like they're nice like they're very nice but you don't feel like that like oh i've known you my whole life you know yeah so like it's the same when you go to parties here and when you go to parties in latin america in general like i was telling this friend and he's from like a peruvian background and i was mm -hmm. telling him like oh yeah the parties are like weird because like for halloween we had like this latin american party but i ended up going to a friend's like house party which was, like, mostly Canadian people. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, very different experience. Like, when you go to a Latin American party, like, it, it doesn't matter if you don't know them. Like, with strangers, like, you have fun. And, like, you just dance as if, as if you've known them your whole life. And, like, you just dance and party. Like, that's my definition of partying, you know? Mm. And when I came here, like, for this house party, they were just like, oh, yeah, like, just talking all the time. Like, I don't know, it was, like... You know, reuniones, like reunions, yeah. like it was like that. But like, it's just a, a reunion. Party. Their parties are just reuniones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like they just like speak and drink and then like they dance for like two minutes. But then it's like, I don't know. It was pretty weird to see like how the mostly mm. Canadian parties work. It's it's interesting. And that's part of my main culture shock issue with Canada. You mentioned is just the dancing. Mm. And it bothers me so much because dancing here is they put an edm song or like a pop song and everyone you're dancing by yourself you're jumping up and down it's fun i understand it's fun but like after five minutes i'm like my knees hurt yeah. it's boring it's the same thing uh, yeah but in, in latin america what i loved so much was i'd be chilling and then someone puts salsa and then mm. another song of salsa and then they'll throw a reggaeton in there and then right after they'll put a bachata you yeah. know merengue sometimes ballenato i was like oh fantastic um and specifically in mexican culture what i like is just when they randomly throw in la ranchera and oh, it's yeah. just everyone's just like in arms <laughs> drinking singing in the worst voice i've heard in my life <laughs> well, it's, it's like the final like 
when you go to a Mexican party, you dance, you do that stuff. But at the end, when everyone is wasted, like everyone's drunk, that's Whoa. when you put the rancheras. That, that's when you whip out Cristian Lodal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they sing like, <laughs> like, like, it doesn't matter if they haven't dated or like if they haven't had like nobody in their lives or like been heartbroken, <laughs> they sing it as if they're feeling Bro, you're, it. You're, you're drunk like crazy. Like white people have Piano Man. I have Adios Amor oh, yeah. by, <laughs> by Cristian Lodal. I have Rata de Dos Patas. Oh, yeah. Like... No, it's, it's, but like back to the, the term of dancing, I went to a Latin club here yeah, and, you know, a bunch of uh, people there that are going with like their one or two Latin friends and like with the few actual Latinos that I saw there, I danced, I partner danced. It was so fun. But I'd go up to a random white girl and be like, you want to dance? And she'd be, I have a boyfriend. And I'm like, I don't yeah. care. This I'm not hitting on you. Yeah. I just want to dance. Like I know. It's so stupid how I the culture here is like if you want to dance with someone, it's because you want to to in other words uh, have sex with them. Yeah. You know? And I think it's so stupid. I think it's so stupid because like I grew up I would just dance with my cousin. I don't want to have sex with yeah. my cousin. I would dance with my aunt. I don't want to have sex She's with like my aunt. Fun. Like, I like dancing. I like spinning people around. And my argument was, one of my friends here, she's just like, oh, but if I, if I dance with you, then a guy's going to think, like, oh, like, that's a thing. And I'm not going. I'm like, that is the stupidest thing. Because yeah. what I was taught when dancing, specifically salsa, the reason why you spin a girl and you show them off so much is so you can show her off to everyone else around you. It's like, this is what you're missing. Like, like I'm dancing with my friend, and I'm just like, look at the girl. Like, look yeah. at the girl. And then she'll go off with a dude that she's actually interested in. And then a girl will be like, yeah, you, you dance pretty good. And then now I have something as well. That's how I see it. Like, if you're interested in someone, then that's when you dance with them at least three times in a night. That's how you show them, like, okay, I'm interested. Yeah. Especially if it's the three songs in a row. Like, that yeah. is... Like, if I want to dance with you, it's just because I want to dance. There's no, there's nothing behind it, no reason. It's just, I like dancing. And I feel like that's really bothered me since coming here. Because everyone's just like, oh, I don't dance. Oh, I'm so awkward. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. I'm like, this is, you're so boring. No, yeah. When, like, we went to the, this party that I was telling you about, there were, like, a bunch of white girls. And they're like, I can teach. <laughs> After I had a few shots, I'm like, I can teach you. I'm not, like, the best dancer. Like, back home, I took, like, a few salsa classes, and mm -hmm. I'm improving slowly. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I'm like, I can teach you. You know, I was kind of drunk. So I got, like, these four white girls next to me, and I was teaching, like, one, two, three, four, like that, like, all the time. And they're like, I can do it now, you know? like. <laughs> but it was pretty fun, you know? Like, seeing them try was, no, like, for, nice. For me, it's interesting, because, like, especially with Latin dance, uh, a lot of it is just the guy leads. You just have to let the dude lead you. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but people in Canada can't wrap their head around that. Mm. So I'll be like, oh, let me dance with you, and I'll try spinning them, and they'll just stand there. I'm like, you you go with the spin and they're like this is so hard I'm like look i understand that your values are that you don't let people tell you what to do or anything i get that let me spin you yeah. just let me guide you and we're good it's like i don't you can tell me whatever you want you can tell me what to do outside of this but let me dance i'll show you how to do it you're gonna have fun you're gonna have a laugh and that's it yeah and even the steps are different like for girls and for guys when mm. they dance like they move a different like foot every time they yeah like dance like it's different when i learned salsa in high school because i love my dad but my dad's definition of learn salsa because i didn't have a sister and my mom she's not the most avid dancer my dad loves dancing he's the dancer of our family my mom isn't my dad is 
So my dad, when I was a kid, he would just tell me, all right, I'm going to dance now, learn. And then he would just like dance with my mom for 10 minutes. And I just have to like stand there and watch. <laughs> I didn't learn anything. So when I moved, because uh, I grew up in, in, in the US, when I moved to Colombia, we started going to these parties and everyone's dancing. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I, like, I had to learn on the fly. And I got pretty solid at it. And then in, in class, there was a teacher named Fabian. I love Fabian. He's amazing. He he was my rock climbing instructor. But on the days where we couldn't do rock climbing, we honestly just called that class. We're doing whatever Fabian feels like doing. And so there was like a span of like three weeks where he would just be like, all right, guys, today we're dancing bachata. I'm teaching you uh, Caribbean salsa versus Latin American salsa. And like we learned it. So like I know how to dance. Um, uh, what's it called? Ruleta in salsa it's the one where like you're going in a circle like a giant circle with people oh. i know how to do the one that is like going vertical and the one going horizontal um and just because i asked him because i thought it would be interesting i know how to dance as the girl in salsa as well nice. i learned because i'm like if i have a kid like i, I want to be able to help him out because i know with my luck i'm going to marry the whitest white Canadian woman from Windsor, Nova Scotia or something like that. Like, she's not going to teach him to dance unless it's the country square dancing at your little hoedown in, oh, yeah. in, in your bars. So, like, I'm, I want to get ready for that because I love dancing so much and I want my kids to, to see that as well. Yeah, it's pretty enjoyable. Like, I really like how... I used to hate dancing when I was little. When mm. I was little, I was like... No, like, I don't dance, you know? Like, you know, I was those persons mm. that were like, no, reggaetonis, you know? <laughs> reggaetonis? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, It's because no. I had no one love me. <laughs> I no, don't no, like no. reggaeton. No one's into me. That's why I didn't dance it. No, no, it was I like, can relate. It was like, <laughs> I was like, no, that music, no, it has the same rhythm. Like, mm. I don't know, like, I didn't like it. But then I started hearing it more, and I was like, no, I actually like it. I am, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I, was I like, get it. I need to learn how to dance now, you know? It's like, just like, like... My mm. mom is a very good dancer, but she's, mm. like, old, right? So she would teach me, like... She's old. How old's your mom? 60. Okay, okay, cool. Because like I'm, like, yeah. if you're, like, my parents are old, and then you said, like, 50, I'm, like, my mom's 51, and I think she's young oh. and beautiful. Like, I love my mom, so... I love her, too, but she's I know, but, old. like, I, I, w I don't think... Unless my mom was graying, crippled, and, like, in a wheelchair or, like in bed rest i don't think i'd ever call her old until like Oldish. she's, she's so old that i just have to like be like dog you're old it's bro fine, fine. she's not listening <laughs> mine is so that's totally why i'm complimenting oh, yeah. no other reason yeah. <laughs> no no i i, I wouldn't I, my mom is is really young and beautiful and i have to like like me personally she's done a lot for me so i, I really appreciate her as a whole and uh at the same time a lot of people say that i look like my mom so if if I'm just like, oh, my mom's old at 50, in my head, I'm like, well, I'm going to be old at 50 then. And I personally don't want to be old at 50. Yeah. So all in all, I, I, I think my mom is, is young and beautiful. And it also helps considering that like all her sisters and her brothers and my grandparents are like really old. Mm. And I say that because my grandmother had my mom, I believe, at what, 45 no, me too. My mom had me when she was like 42. Jeez. Yeah, your mom's old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was like, because like, it's an interesting story because like my brother was born. My brother is 18 years older than me. Mm -hmm. So like my parents got married when they were like 20 something mm -hmm. and they had my brother. 
and they wanted another kid, but like they couldn't have it. Like they tried and they couldn't. So they just thought like, oh, it's not gonna happen. And like they're like twenty years later, I'm like, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like my mom, most people in my family are old ish. My mom is the youngest of nine. And I'm not gonna get into details of like a bunch of things that have happened in my family. But in the end, the my mom's the youngest of nine, and the closest sibling to her is 15 years older than her. Oh, man. Closest one. Yeah. I think the oldest one, which is my, my aunt, Patricia, oh, my mom is going to text me and be like, see, my mom was, was 46. Yeah, yeah, there she goes. <laughs> but my grandma was 46 when she had my mom. Um, but no, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure my aunt... Patricia is what 25 years older than my mom yeah I don't know but like it's it's an age gap it's like the the joke in the family is that my aunt could have been my mom's mom like it's very like my cousin is 40 yeah it's so fun i think it's really funny because like i'll text them and we'll like so how was the game today and we'll just chat back and forth yeah and nah (laughs) it's it's interesting because like also when you were saying like oh they were joking about like how your aunt could be your like your mom's mom like when i was born the nurse congratulated my brother He got traumatized. He has not had kids since then. <laughs> since then? So he had since kids then. already or what? No, never mind. Ah, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> he hasn't had kids since then. I already had no, some. Like, there. He consi- like, not even consider the options since then, mm. you know? But Trauma. Like, he was, yeah, he got traumatized. He, no, he has said, like, we, we have, you know, carrilla? Like, we mm-hmm. make fun of each other. Like, yeah, yeah like that. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said, like, oh, the best, like, um, how do you say, like, anticonceptivo, like... <laughs> Anticonceptivo. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. the best birth control. Birth control. Were you? <laughs> like, oh were my you? god. <laughs> yeah. The best. The best reason to not have sex and not have kids is because it's, of you. It's because of you. Yeah, but like as a joke, you know. Oh yeah, of course. No, right. no, but it's funny. It's interesting. Mm. No, I, I, I think it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, Latin American cultures really don't because like we see this so frequently and we see like really large families or large age discrepancies and I only see it like in Latin families. Like I come here and it's uh, Travis, Liam and Scott and they're all like three years between each other and their parents had them completely planned at 20, 23 and 26 or whatever the hell. They come in batches, you know? Yes, but like everything's really planned. Everything is like very cookie cutter. And then Latin America is like, I had a lot of whiskey tonight and nine months later you came out and it's yeah. just like cool cool like my my parents i've i've done the math okay mom dad I, I was supposed to be born november 5th which means by math my parents conceived me in february hmm. um most people would go oh valentine's, valentine's day. day no yeah. in colombia my parent i'm a carnaval baby bro oh, <laughs> my parents had me i was conceived around carnaval i don't know if my parents went in the carnaval of 2001 but I yeah. know for a fact I was I was conceived around that time. I know that for a fact. Nice. Right? So it's it's really fun talking about culture in that sense. But but yeah, so I'm just gonna do one more question. Pretty straightforward. Do you miss Mexico? Yeah, I do. Mm. What do you miss about it? Oof. So many things. Like I think this sounds cliche, but like you don't realize how much you appreciate your country until you leave it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the tiny things. I don't know. 
First of all, the weather. Like, I really miss the weather. And then the food also. Mm. Um, the places. Like, you can go to the beach for the weekend or, like... You know? Like, you can... There's so many activities to do that, like, I'm not able to do in Canada because, like, they're not here or, like, because we're students and we're mm-hmm. not, like, able to do the, the, the things we used to do with, like, our families or, like, our friends back home, yeah. right? So, like, yeah, it's the general of, like the life you had before yeah you know i get that uh, for me i i just miss colombia you know i uh it's weird because a lot of my family has left colombia they live abroad i have a couple cousins that live in montreal um i've my aunt lives in mexico actually she lives in cancun oh, nice. um yeah um but, like my family's like moved from bogota a lot of my family has moved and obviously my grandparents have passed and whatnot so all in all it's become this experience where like I go home and I miss it. I love Colombia, but it also just weirdly no longer feels like home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a whole discussion and uh, I could have 